All right. All right. I, my voice is kind of, I kind of have the Sly and the Family Stone voice I can go into today. I'm going to have some bottom. <laughs> I am a power bottom. Oh, no, Jesus. Over I take it all night. All right. Here we go. It's wrecking charity signs on the fly now. God, it, That's going to have to stay in now. Guys, I yep. got to, listen, I'm in my room. This turns out we're doing a riot going on. I'm in my room. I'm shutting you guys down. I'm just going to write a thousand songs. It's going to take me three years. We'll be fine. In Sir, 2020. You in there? I've got a notion of the ocean. This is early for it, but it does seem fitting, actually. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess a corner, you kind of start in a corner, right? The start of the show is kind of a corner. I do see that the waterbed soundbite made the cut a few weeks back. Didn't it? <laughs> oh, it's never going away. You never know. I mean, it comes up. Way more than it does in my normal life, I'll tell you that. In 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. We are all the way up to album 119. Actually, Aaron, I disagree with you. I thought your brother was pretty good. You didn't have to trash him before I disagreed. Oh, no kidding. I better edit that out. Sorry, Rob, I interrupted you. That's what he gets for bringing up the puking in the outfield story. (laughs) Well, there's my brother. He'll be so happy to see me hit a home run. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Rob, I disagreed during your opening. This is from 1969. It's Sly and the nice. Family Stone with Stand. You have to say it like that because there's an exclamation point in it too. Stand. Uh, now listen, guys, before we get started, and this is real, okay? I was looking up um, Scatman Crothers. I heard Scatman Crothers is alive, the actor from The Shining. And I was like, oh, I thought Scatman Crothers was the guy who did I'm the Scatman. And it turns out that guy is named Scatman John. There were two famous Scatman. 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 <laughs> no, well, there's Scat. There's two famous Scatmans. <laughs> two famous is Scatman. Um, and so he's a Scatsman. What I looked up Scatman John and I and I have some bad news. And this is real. And this is something I made. And I'm kind of regretting it. Hang on. Rob, are all of your Google searches in all caps? I'm telling my browser what's up. Okay. I'm showing my browser. I'm in charge. I'm are you shifting shit. the whole time caps. or is it caps lock? You're not shifting the whole time. No, it's you? caps lock. I'm not a okay. cycle. You know what? I, I'm right shifting. I'm right shifting the whole time. I'm using my right fingers to right shift like a sicko. Sick fuck. Right shifting like crazy. I don't know if my right shift button has ever been pushed on my keyboard now that I look at it. So Scatman John, just to let you know. You left shift if you're typing a left key. Like you left shift. shift I always an I always left shift. I always what? left shift. Yeah, I do two fingers That's at once. Crazy. Left shift. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Are you supposed to right shift on those? Yes. Oh, when you if you like guys are shifting a... with the other hand that you're typing what do you do? with? Yeah, what if it's like a capital W? What do you do? Didn't you ever pass Z-Bug in like fifth grade or fourth grade? <laughs> what the hell? What kind of class B typing class guys, did you I, take? I, I took the discount. I took uh, Davis Meekin. <laughs> and Davis what? Meekin, he was not good at typing. What he was not great. Meekin? Well, it's Mavis Beacon, but it's for cheaper. Fucking Dave. God damn it. <laughs> you guys didn't do Mavis Beacon typing? That joke doesn't land with you guys? I'm doing Davis I, I Beacon. Mean, I get it. Man, I thought the cookies got sent to you this week. It sounds like they got sent to Ron, So here's too. the thing. Yeah, Davis Meekin was like, ah, fuck it. Type how you want. Just use one finger. Who the fuck cares? And I was like, Mom, you should not have gotten the discount typing program, Davis Meekin. He's like, he's like, you're mostly going to use keyboards to play video games anyway. So just know WASD, shift is run. 
Okay, get out of here. Um, anyway, listen, guys, Aaron, I don't want to talk about Davis Meekin anymore, okay? That's not, not yep, going to be fair. a bit. No Davis Meekin and no, <laughs> stop saying so much shit about your brother. He did an I, excellent job. I'll fair. tell you what. It's all fair. This Now I feel really bad for doing this bit. Did you have a shirt on? Did it, you have a shirt on when you did this? I did have a shirt on. It, I'm, I'm sad to say that the Scatman John, famous Scatman, it turns out <laughs> one of two. Famous Scatman? Okay? I mean, in this year, in memoriam, you could have multiple Scatman. It's kind of crazy. But... 19, he passed away December 3rd, 1999. So I thought, what look, better way to... Look at the number one question that somebody asked. People ask, people also ask, what is the number one question? What disability does Scatman John have? Well, you know from his song, he stuttered. Because he said, I, I stutter, but not when I sing. That was the irony is that Scatman John had a stutter and he spoke out about it. And that's why, you know what? Oh, that's, that's why sweet. today on Veterans Day, I'm in my full Navy white sitting here. I am uh, saluting <laughs> our nation's hero. Scatman John. So I have uh, I have made a funeral song for Scatman John. And again, this is something I don't regret. I think this is a great idea. It's six minutes long, so let's play it. I'm a I turned the scat man into a minor key slow dirge. <laughs> what, I don't even know what album we're doing anymore. I spent an hour not with my family figuring out how to turn the scat man into a minor key dirge. I kind of don't mind it. Like it's, I mean, it's not bad. It's kind of like a chopped and screwed scat man. Man, this is why we do two episodes a night. Rob would have never pulled this shit out of two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta keep it more busy. We can't do that shit. So, to you, Scatman, I give you the Beck did it better naval salute. Coming up from a naval. That's how I did it. So, we miss you, Scatman, and we love you. Aaron, do you have anything you want to say about Scatman, John? No, I actually really enjoyed your remix. Mm. Yeah, well, if the scat man can do it, so can you. And I think that those words are never been truer than today. So listen, I'm, I'm not this <laughs> nonsense, okay? Enough. This is crazy. Can we? I mean, I, 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 I'm legitimately want to know. Can we hear just a little bit of that scat man dude? The real you just song? Had him up. Yeah. Can we play the yeah. real one? This was this not a huge song in your guys' childhood? I'm this still was a confused about the all caps. <laughs> this is a, this is a giant song in my childhood. Matt, Matt, just look for a second. Are we doing Sly and the Family Stone or what's going on? I don't, I don't know. know. You, you think on. I listen to the actual album? All right, go on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Do you guys not know the Scatman song? Well, this bit would not work. You didn't know the song. I got. I'll, see. I'll be honest. I was a little bit confused between Scatman and Fat Man Scoop. Oh, now I got it. Yep. Fat Boy Slim too. There's a lot out there. And we salute you all. So now, does this make more sense? <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, Russ is so it sounds like it's off the I'm worried I listened to the wrong album. <laughs> Russ's friends are not going to text him this week about how great the episode was. I can no, tell you that. I'll send it to you. I haven't screwed it. We'll probably get a positive text about Radiohead after the beginning of this thing, right? Listen. 12-inch. Listen. Extra remix. The vocals only. I whip out my big 12-inch. Uh, so here's the thing. 
of my record that plays the blues, of course. Uh, here's the thing is that, uh, listen, two things. Number one, if you shift like I do with the left hand and the left key, shift key, type in shift like Rob, hashtag shift like, shift like Rob, 802277 back. Also send a, send a video of yourself typing a capital W because how the fuck do you do that? Like this. I put my thumb here and then my finger, uh, two fingers at a time. No Not a big deal. And then uh, if you think. You don't use your pinky? No, I shift? use my I use my ring and then I use my middle to, for the W. I just what tried it. What the fuck? <laughs> you should not be allowed to be like, a teacher. So, I was just, so if I'm going to do it at all, I would use my pinky to shift and then go. You're using your ring finger and then go. <laughs> this album is only eight songs long, Russ. We're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> If you thought my Scatman funeral dirge was good, go hashtag uh, RIP Scatman. Okay, send that in 802-277-BECK or wherever. Just Or just tell the guys. Apparently, that's something we do, too, is we just text the other co-hosts and they text me, giving us zero content. So a lot of that been going on. I'm so upset. Sometimes I need to calm down. You know how I like to calm down? I listen to the radio. Let's turn it on. K-Rob. K-Rob. K-O. This is a shout-out to all our fans out there. And trust me, we know who you are. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm writing the song, I think yes. about the people listening along. Yes. I used Woo. to think that it would be in the thousands. Now I know it's just mostly our friends. We don't get listened to by very many people. <laughs> <laughs> There's mostly Matt's friends, Sarah and Kirsten. There's Magic, Mike and Brian, the brother of Aaron. All these folks love my penis jokes. There's Aaron's wife at Gmail. There's Manny and Neil. Blue Patty and Al. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> By dozens of folks Barry yes. from Burnsville loves the anal bleaching jokes There's Joe <laughs> and Steve And then there's Darren And don't forget about the dad of Aaron Yeah When you want to hear about nice. the greatest albums of Excellent. all time I, I noticed you could you can get one little shout out for the complimentary movie goers out there, but not one. <laughs> oh, I forgot about uh, Aaron's recording friend. I forgot about replacements guy, and I forgot about complimentary movie goer guy, and I forgot about my two sisters. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> my bad. Uh, and Melissa and Suzanne. There, I said I'm going to edit that in later. It's going to be totally clean. Listen, we are here talking about Stand by Sliding the Family Stone. And this is yeah. a no-nonsense podcast. Yeah. We're getting right down to business. Yeah. Okay, we're not trying to do anything avant-garde or cool because it, we actually get criticized for it. And people say mean things to us. Listen, but I would not, rather not be anywhere else, especially not in bed. But I'm talking to these three guys right now who want to talk about Sliding the Family Stone and the album Stand. Uh, I've got Matt. Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing? Just doing great, Rob. Very excited. Can't wait to get into it. I'm feed- Thanks for having me. I'm feeding off that energy. Yum, yum, yum. Lick it up. Uh, I got Russell in oh. Minnesota. Russell, how are you doing? Guys, my beat is getting stronger and my music's getting oh. longer too. Oh, no. Boom, yes. shakalaka, boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your beat's getting longer. I Never mind. Uh, and I, <laughs> no, 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 Rob. The stronger. beat's getting stronger. Oh, the beat's getting stronger. The well, music's that's true. getting longer. That's true. I mean, it is. I mean, it, it really is a 
vicious assault going on. If you really looked at that, like if you if you did it to somebody else, they'd be like, "You, sir, you need to stop. Like that's too much. It's just going to ham on that thing, sir, sir, please, sir. Well, thank sir. you. First of all, thank you for calling this me, sir. Wendy's. Yeah, I was knighted. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I have a friend who started a new podcast. It's called the Timberwolves podcast. He covers the Timberwolves on a weekly basis. Ooh, nice. That's a rough, that's a rough beat What's right it, now. What, what is it called, Russell? The Timberwolves podcast. It's very yeah. good. And he's a former broadcaster. And it's funny. He does these little bits where at the end of every episode, he does like a, a Wolves look back in time. And he'll talk about like a horrible wolf, Timberwolves moment, you mm-hmm. know, in years oh, past. Oh, I got to check this out. And in this last week, he talked about the time where Eddie Griffin got caught jerking off in his car. <sighs> Rest and, <laughs> Yeah, you didn't Uh-oh. have to make it. No, I feel bad here, but but it was funny because the podcast host that we know um, talked about Eddie Griffin wailing away on himself in an announcer voice, and it was the funniest thing I've ever heard. Have any yes. professional wrestlers appeared on this guy's podcast yet? I'm gonna have to check it out. I'm waiting for Dirty Ernie one of these days. <laughs> Listen, next up, out in California, okay, we've got Aaron and Aaron. I was just thinking about you know old times. I, I have some people going back. St. Olaf this weekend for some reason. I have no idea why. But do you remember that guy at St. Olaf who was absolutely obsessed with counting? No, I don't. Ah, geez, I do. I, I wonder what he's up to now. Uh, Aaron, how are you doing? I'm up to. Good. It's probably only in the high hundreds of thousands uh, at this point. Hey, you can make it if you try, Rob. Let's talk about Sly and the Family Stone. We need to bring back the Scab Man parody. <laughs> A lot of people are texting in. My phone's blowing up right now. Uh, so listen, here's the deal. I forgot what the next segment is. It's voicemails. I just Rob's, eyes, Rob's eyes are not even open. Look at no, stop it. But we're, serious. Oh, I know what. My voice. I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. Uh, Do we have a voicemail? Yeah, we got a voicemail. So here's my number. On the back line, 802 277 back. You, that's 802-277-2325. Every fucking time I've played this sound clip, you've talked over that. I can't you not talk sing over along. the bit. I can't not sing I edit it out every fucking time. Don't I do it. call me Amy and ask me not to sing along. Fuck. Every I mean, time I've got to be like, okay, so Aaron knows at the end I say, call the back line. These are like a million times. He, he sings over it every time. I can't help myself. This is the first time Rob has actually pointed at anger in us at the Zoom. Like, I'm wondering if that's his pinky figure that touches the shift key on the left. Oh, this is my right finger. Does no shifting at all. This thing is just hunting and pecking, wanna, baby. Do you want to do it again to get a clean take? No. No, I'm not playing that against humiliating. <laughs> okay, now, I listen. It's a good thing we have a lot of extra time. This is a really long voicemail. All right. Hi, boys. It's Claire the Square, Russ's cousin, calling oh. in again. Just wanted to point out Whoa. that at one point when, you know, people were calling in with voicemails that we were made fun of and said, oh, gosh, these people have nothing to do with their time. And I just want to point out that now you're begging for voicemails. And I believe you didn't fill this time while describing a music video that no one else could see. So it's <laughs> Can I can I just say right now that this this is extremely hurtful voicemail. Fair criticism. Okay? And it turns all four of us on. We love it. We love being criticized. Okay. Take this is our medicine. favorite thing. It's true that we at one point we were so high on our horse that we said, Oh, we can yell at the Beck line. We can yell at these, make fun of these callers. This will never affect us. We will have to have no consequences for our actions. They like okay. they like being nagged. Isn't that the right term? You treat them like shit. They like that, right? <laughs> that's what I thought, but it turns out they do not. They do not want to call back. 
Um, and yes, it turns out that we should have been nicer to you. So thank you, voicemail caller, for calling in. I just want to say that from the bottom Never of my heart. Never too late to remind yourself that, hey, be kind to the voicemailers. And by the way, a lot of people like the video segment, okay? A lot of people thought that was good. <laughs> they true. wanted to see it. And guess what? It made a lot of people go watch the Chattahoochee. You didn't have to. And you, or you could have played it at the same time. Next time, we'll say push play and we'll all watch it together. It, okay? So, sounds, like, sounds like another idiot teacher. Not only do they use their pinky on the shift, they probably don't know how to play on a YouTube video. Push either. play when the lion roars and then yeah. it's all synced up together. Yeah. The third roar. The third oh, roar. No. <laughs> if you're a teacher, you play a YouTube video and then you do what I do, which is you put your mouse, not in the middle of the screen, but just slightly off to the side. And it bothers every single kid in the room incredibly. You just <laughs> sit there, they're like, move the mouse. I'm like, no, nah, it's fine. It's, it's oh fine. Don't God, worry that's about brutal. it. <laughs> no, they, they do not like that's it. That's so cruel. <laughs> All right, here we go. Kind to the Bexters. Also, I got someone else to like, talk a little bit about their feelings. This is going to blow your mind. Hello, this is Jeff from Apple Valley. I've got a couple bones to pick with you, in particular, <laughs> oh, Rob. Boy. And anybody that doesn't oh, know. Oh, jeez. So first of all, if you're wondering why it's a long voicemail, I think that just answered itself yeah, right now. <laughs> the Rob and Sam show at St. Olaf College. Um, I want to really address the issue of you almost getting me kicked out of college oh. for a variety of reasons. Mainly when you told me I didn't want to pay or, or left a message for uh, LaRue Pierce that I didn't want to pay tuition and I just wanted to not go to college anymore. Uh, I just want to point out the aftermath of that when he brought me to his office and uh, yelled at me for uh, not wanting to pay for college anymore and drop out. Um, and that was one of the most awkward things I've ever had to deal with was LaRue Pierce yelling at me. So I want to say I haven't forgiven you all. You're bad human beings, in mm -hmm. particular Rob. Ross, yes, you're The other guys, you're fine. Yes. Yes. Fine. Made it. But I'm made just it fine. go on the record right now and say, I still have some issues that I need to work out with my therapist. Thank you. Listen, I hope he's not paying that therapist by the hour. My God, he'd be, he'd be broke. <laughs> Speedy to say those words there, but we're not making fun of the Baxters. Okay? So what so, you do? What you do, Rob? You went. You yeah, went to your coaches. Or told a, one of your teammates wanted to drop out, or what happened here? I did have a radio show and it turns out that you could on the radio show, just call people. You could call people on the phone, <laughs> just call people, talk to people on the phone. You could call maybe Dairy Queen and ask for a cake that has swear words on it. Or you could call the video store in town and ask for pornographic movies of different titles. And you know, how and is funny this titles. to a radio show? It was, I'm confused. <laughs> well, and so, so then I got the good idea of, you know what I should start doing is calling the deans of the school and like the head of the school <laughs> And leave voicemails as a people that are real, that are not me. That are. So I called as uh, Jeff from Apple Valley. And I said, listen, this is Jeff from Apple Valley. And what I said exactly was, I have not been getting up for a lot of my eight o'clock classes. And I'm wondering if I could get a discount, if I could get some money back, because I just haven't been going. And that's on me. But if I could just get like a few hundred bucks this weekend, then we could work something out later. That'd be fine. He gets called in. They sit down with him. Now, keep in mind, this is... I think at this time I am 21 years old. So this is not like right out of high school making mistakes. So he gets called in and to Jeff's credit, I have to say he did not turn me in. He knew exactly who had done it. As soon as it happened, he's like, Oh, that's yep. Rob did that. And he, and he said, no, that wasn't me. I'm sorry. I didn't leave that message. he never ratted me out. So to that, I do have to tip my cap. Snitches get stitches. I've said it to you guys in private. And I'll say it again. Jeff from Apple Valley, best athlete I ever saw, played with, like interacted with ever, period. He never, he never played on that softball team with you, though, I guess. Huh? <laughs> 
Why? Yeah. Well, I thought you declared you were the greatest athlete <laughs> no, on the no, softball no, no, team. No, no, no. Than, no. <laughs> Me and Corey, you were better than Corey. Yep. Yep. You were better than Corey. Yeah, you were a better right. athlete. Yeah, so he, he was on the softball the team. team. He would have been the best player, but he was not. Okay, He's he was better not. than that, Steve. That, he was the guy that, that was, Steve. He was the guy pound that when I got to college, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I'm really nervous because I don't think I'm good enough to play football. And then I like saw this guy, he's huge. And then he's playing basketball for some reason. He's playing pickup basketball like preseason, which is probably a reason why we weren't a great team to start with right there. That's a bad start. Um, and he was so good. Blame the best player for why they're not good. He was so good and athletic. And I was like, oh, uh, oh, I see. I'm totally fucked. I don't know. And they're like, oh, how old is this guy? Oh, he's also a freshman. Oh, that's great. Awesome. So good so thing. We, I Good thing I beat his ass in high school in the playoffs. Otherwise, what would I ever talk about with those FML guys? <laughs> wait, wait, so when you call the deans, what is your intention here? Just to have like these people have awkward conversations or what are you hoping to accomplish by that, Rob? Yeah, it's just chaos. It's the same reason I got caught this year, this week at a meeting at school where they were making a school schedule. And the woman who's basically the third person in charge of the school is done talking and sits down and everybody kind of gives her a nice round of applause. And I turn to the guy next to me and I go, I can't wait for a schedule that we all love and nobody hates. And she goes, oh, excuse me, Rob, what'd you say? And so the whole thing goes quiet. This is the whole school. The whole thing goes quiet. And I go, fuck. And I go, I can't wait for a new schedule that we all love and nobody hates. And it gets a huge laugh. And I'm like, great. This person hates me now. It's just like my whole life, I can't help but just cause trouble. So what? how, how many classes do you currently have right now each day? Well, I, I mean, my busiest day, four. But they're only like 45 minutes. So like... But like an average day, you have like two classes a yeah, day, Yeah, two right? classes a day, yeah. So you're completely fucked. Your schedule is, you're oh, going to yeah. have four oh. to five classes. Yeah, no, I'm going to teach at 8 a.m. and then at 2.30. And I'm going to have nothing in between, but I got to sit in that godforsaken place the whole time. So, so quickly, so quickly, the, 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 the dean you called was very strategic too, though, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. In that LaRue, case. So LaRue Pierce yeah. was a dean and a football coach. Yep. And was one of the scariest human beings I've ever encountered in my entire life. He was absolutely huge to the point where we were outside and we were seeing at the time when we were 20 some years old, it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen a tornado forming directly overhead. And we were all outside nice. like this kicks ass. There's a tornado over. So we're sitting there staring at, this is going to be full on twister. We're going to see cows flying around and see women in white shirts. It's going to be the best. And this guy comes out, this dude, get the hell back inside. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is scary as hell. We got to get back. This is an adult man yelling at 23 year old men. We are also men. I'll tell you what, if we want to get sucked up by a tornado. Okay. Or maybe lie down on the ground and see what happens. We can, we have that right. Okay. That gorilla grip. Well, I mean, I'll give it an F. You want an F5? I'll give it an F5. With the left shift. Too. Yeah, F- I was going to say. F-U-C-K-5. I mean. What does control F5 do? What does that I've, do? I've heard about know. the Fujita scale, but the. thought I was going to have something. <laughs> Fajita. Nailed it. Yes, Rob, you're back. Rob, do you, Rob, do you have old Rob and Sam shows? Do you have them yeah, somewhere? Yeah, I do. I have them on cassette Because they should totally be put out on yeah, YouTube or something. Just, there, yeah. just a. You might get more. You might get more uh, listens to I, that than this podcast. I was actually going to upload it as a podcast one time. Just yeah, throw it up. You and should. Just, but yeah. I was concerned because I was like, we play so much copyright music, and I don't want to go through the recordings and edit that out. But now, after having this podcast, I realize it does not matter. Nobody cares. Like nobody's going to listen to it. You can do whatever you want. So I should. I, I should digitize all those because I know what's going to happen. The tape is going to like give out. And yeah. All my, Memories, yep. but I know also that when I listen to it, it's going to make this podcast sound really super advanced and fancy because I never prepared anything. It might surprise you guys. I never prepared anything for that show. Didn't have any idea what we were going to do. 
That's why Russell and Aaron's show was so much better. They would come in and be like, we're going to drink a gallon of milk. And I was like, God damn, that is a good idea. I need ideas, guys. I need guys like this on my show. joke we ever had. We literally read Onion articles on air and said, like, this is a bit. And we read somebody's Onion article. Like, that's plagiarism. Like, that's just stealing a bit. It's stupid, stupid stuff. Waste of time. F5. There's something there. There's something there. No, there's not. It's time to see what everybody's up to. It's time for Roll It Going. Oh, yeah. Ah, Rolling Going. Rosie, how is it? This is the segment where Rosie says how it's going, and we all say, what the hell? Rosie, how's it going? It's it's going great. I do have a theme for tonight's Rolling Going. I I prepared a theme. Do you guys mind if I talk about gambling? Yes. Is Is anyone in this podcast interested in gambling? Wow. Oh, I thought you meant this theme. I thought you meant you had a theme. Like, like, I was like, oh, this That's is a good a, theme. That's a good, a good theme. theme. Yeah. Um, Aaron, unless it involves why is LSU line so low compared to Arkansas tomorrow, which, by the way, I just saw on TikTok and I'm obsessed with. Yes, I would like to talk about gambling. Please. I will say I, the one the one piece of real gambling news I saw is that we missed the chance to bet the under in a college basketball game on an aircraft carrier that happened today. Like if you look at the. All-time stats for college hoops games that took place on aircraft carriers. Like, there's some incredible low shooting percentages. Like, always bang the under on that one. But uh, I've been gambling a bit lately on a few things. Uh, First thing, tonight, uh, tried to make some shawarma for dinner. So always, right off the bat, you're you're gambling if you're trying to make something that you should use professionals. Yes. Yep. Secondly, my lady is not a garlic fan. But I bought some black garlic, which is supposed to be less potent than regular garlic. That's so I gambled by putting some black garlic in. It's fermented, so it's milder. So I, <laughs> I snuck a little garlic into the white sauce I made for the shawarma. So that's a gamble right there. Today, today, Third Man Records released the first of their reissue series. They released first pressing, first Official vinyl release since 1974 of Alice Coltrane's classic, Pata the Elder Oud. This came out today. I could have pre-ordered it, but I'm gambling. I'm going to go to the record store tomorrow, see if it's still there, see if it's not sold out. This is an incredible record, one of my favorites of all time. I well, really so hope exciting. it's still there, but I'm gambling on it. I'm gambling. See if it's still there. I was just about to make fun of you, but I'm excited. If it's a record, if it's one of your favorite records of all time and it's re-released, I'm, I'm so excited for you, Aaron. Thank you. I appreciate have that. Fun. Alice Coltrane. Pharaoh Sanders on tenor sax in the right channel, except on alto flute on the second track. Joe Henderson, tenor mm-hmm. sax, alto flute in the left channel. Ben Rowley on oh, drums. The uh, left channel? Okay, I'm not, Aaron, I'm not. Ron Carter on bass. <laughs> yeah. I'm bored yeah. for you now. Alice recorded this in the basement of her house, and she put the saxes on each side. But what I really oh, want to get to is, is a whip, a along with the gambling theme. So I mentioned to you guys that I went to this wedding in Kansas City. One of our listeners got married. It was a beautiful wedding. Mm-hmm. I told you they served steak and chicken at the at the yeah ceremony. So that was amazing. Kansas City. But I mean, that's like, thing, that makes sense. That's that's known as a salad in Kansas City. The other thing I for, exactly the thing I didn't mention is that I I there was a groom's sort of not like a, like a bachelor afternoon on the afternoon of the wedding so the a stag party if you will a stag party if you will and so the groom and his his buddies uh went to a distillery in kansas city and i was lucky enough to be invited along and even though i don't know any of those guys all that well and it was a you know it was like one of these activities where it was like a disparate group of dudes it was like the groom's friends from kansas city 
I'm the groom's brother by marriage. Uh, there's uh, like the, the father and the future father-in-law was there. You know, the groom's brother-in-law was there. So it's like, you know, guys from kind of from all over. And it's kind of this awkward thing until one of the guys from Kansas City breaks out some dice and a big stack of ones. And all of a sudden we're just we're playing a game. The game's called threes. Do you guys know this one? No. no. Dude, so you're throwing dice? You in roll five. <laughs> Yeah. I know six five four with dollars. That you know, that's about all I know. And if it's anything like that, it it was probably awesome. Yeah, so we had a it great was time. fantastic. It was you you know, you go around, you try to get the lowest score possible. Oh, a three is a zero. Every oh. time you yeah, doesn't oh, matter. But all of a sudden, like you got this group of guys who barely know each other, and all of a sudden it's yep. exciting, it's fast paced, people like the juices so I, are flowing. Like, yeah, yep. the juices are flowing. So shout out to the guy who carries the dice. I kind of want to be carrying dice guy. He also, it was like a nice set of dice. Like he definitely kept this in his that you know on his person for this purpose. I was really like shout that out would to be that awesome guy. to be a dice guy. I think that would be fun yeah. when you're in a group. You're just like and he he just said one he's like this is my fucking time. This is it right here. I've been carrying these dice for years. <laughs> he slapped those ones I'm down so on the sad. table and said, boom. <laughs> yeah. And it's like everybody, yeah. Cause everybody's kind of staring at each other. Like, Oh, Hey, what do you got? Where are you from? What do you do? Whatever. camera. Shut his video. He's so excited about playing dice. So funny. There it is. And then I was like, so you know, I was like, well, you guys mind if I get in? All I got to 20. And they're like, Oh yeah. This guy over here, he's got a full stack. Like, cash him out. Like, oh you get God. in for a dollar. It was amazing. So, uh, gambling really brings people together. It. Yeah, I it think does. it's a fantastic idea. They're, so, shout out to and that guy. And they're going home to their friends. I mean, gambling brings everybody together. But they're going home to all their friends at home and being like, yeah, I went to this bachelor party. And it turns out one of the guys was a real peep show guy. He kept saying, hey, let's go to the peep show. <laughs> like, he kept saying it over and over. Like, oh, let's go to the peep show. I know there's, there's a peep show. Let's go to a peep show. And it's like, I, let's, I'm, God, I got out my dice. I was like, please, we can't go to the peep show. <laughs> Do you, do you guys ever do like a poker game night or anything like that with friends? Do you guys ever have card yeah. night or anything? Mm-hmm. I've yep. tried that. It's been a long time, but yeah. So my move at, at card night is I always want to be the bully. I always want to oh, like, no. I, like when everyone's betting like 50 cents and being nice and letting everyone stay in yeah. the hand, I'm always like, fuck it. I'm betting big. I want to be the jerk. I want to yep. be in control of the game. I want people to fear me when I'm at the <laughs> card table. What's your guy's style when it comes to poker or that type of thing? My problem is, is I play with all Richfield people. So they're all conniving Uh-oh. sons of bitches yeah. to begin yes. with, you know? And so, but the one guy, he would go when, before Diamond Joe's down in Iowa, just over the border had their, uh, they now have a sports book as for about a year ago, but before that they had a poker room and all these Minnesota people would got on there. Cause it was no limit poker. We're up in Minnesota. It's yeah, it's limit poker. And so everybody would want to go down there. So he would go every Friday night. Every he'd do something Friday every night. Friday night. What a loser! Every Friday night he'd go down and play poker. And so he's the one who's hosting this <laughs> this job. card game, right? <laughs> yeah. And so he's got a poker table. He also set up half of a craps table and would practice craps. Yes, you know. Yeah. And so, like, you know, he's one of those guys. Yeah. I'm a basement away from being this guy. I swear to God. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's one of those guys who's taken like the classes. Like, if you hold these right, and if you get the flick oh, yes. of wow. the wrist right oh. every time, it, you're you know you're getting you're gaining an advantage kind of a thing. Yeah. So this is the guy that hosts it. So Russell, as much as I would, and then everybody else, like it's the old thing, you know, you look around the room and if you can't tell the sucker is, it's you, right? Yeah. Like, yep. 
like I just know that I'm the sucker playing with this at this table, right? So these guys are ruthless. They never get like big bets or anything, you know, but like they just go cutthroat at each other and they've been best of friends since they were like eight kind of a deal. They're a couple years older than I am. And so I played a lot of sports with them. So I've known them for about half as long as they've known each other kind of a deal, but they're ruthless. And so I cannot even come close to trying to bully them because they sniff me out <laughs> as soon as I even just blink like, yeah. oh, well, let me see. I'll raise you there. They'll, they just start laughing at me and like, all right, motherfucker, you, you know, I know what you're doing. I so. would be suspicious if I went to somebody's house for a poker night. And next to me was a half craps table. <laughs> they obviously yeah. I'd be like, mm, I don't think I'm going to do too much at this game. And you know, when Richfield guys are getting together too, they're playing games like, you know, three card Muskegee, hold them, shoot them, where you got to like know all the different rules. And it's like, well, the oh, yeah. I mean, there, there's 19,000 games. Yeah. And every time they have to tell me like, all right, no, yeah. this is what, here's how you play this. I'm like, mm. okay, I got it. So, yep. They, guts. I mean, they are pulling stuff. Yeah, yeah, guts know, exactly. in between. <laughs> they got an, he, a guy's got an in-between deck or holder just, just for in-between for whatever it is. You know, I don't know. So yeah, these guys are crazy. Yeah. The games like Guts and In-Between are the best. Any game where it keeps doubling up on the loser yep. and someone came thinking like, oh, I was just going to have a fun night and lose like 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah, and yep. then they lose like 220 <laughs> bucks because something oh, kept no. doubling up on them and it ruins their <laughs> night and they have to wonder how they're going to explain it to their spouse. That is a card game. That's good. That is a card game. And then you get the 200 bucks, but it's mostly in quarters and you're like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Is this just going to sit in my car forever until somebody steals oh, no, this, it? I mean, this guy, this guy, you got to buy in with chips. I mean, he's got his own chips with his own initials on them and everything. Oh, so that's, I would no say quarter, that's yeah. warning sign number two. <laughs> right. Oh, how did you wow. afford these chips? Oh, these, these games. So, so yeah, yeah, that was it. Gambling brings people together and uh, it's, it's like an important it. piece of life. So Russell, what's, what's rolling going with you, man? Rolling going, you know, the last few weeks or we've been talking, you know, I've been requesting music on my Venmo. <laughs> yeah. So this, this last week I actually went on another music adventure and I oh bought some music, but it wasn't with my Venmo. It was at a record store. Oh, yes. No. Oh, wait, we have that. Good for you. Shh. Do you hear that? It's time to talk about <laughs> Wow. Yes. That is a That's throwback. Old. We haven't done That's that one in a long time. Nice work, Rob. Made the cut. So, so this time I went to a new record store. I've been to the one in South Minneapolis before. I think it's called No Name Records, but I believe Matt, the one Matt was talked about before, is called Roadrunner Records. Yep. Wasn't that your oh, store, yeah, Matt? That That's it. Yep. About 46th and Nicollet. Yep. So, right. so I went to Roadrunner Records. A couple observations I wanted to share before I talked to you guys about the music that I chose. One, what are your guys' thoughts on a really narrow record store where you can barely squeeze oh, by oh, the person oh. who's looking at records? What are your thoughts? I, I, I don't need to be accused of, you know, <laughs> groping in the Otis Redding aisle. Like, I, I do not. Just get me out of there. I don't like narrow stuff. I don't like narrow stores, especially with how big and broad I am. I'm just like, I feel like, I, I just feel huge. I feel like uh, Gulliver's Travels looking through those those stores. <laughs> just huge. All these Lilliputians with their tiny records looking at them. I respect it. Making the most out of their space. You, it's probably, you know, not cheap to run a record store, but yeah, it, it feels, it starts to feel a little sweaty in there. If you're in there for very long, it doesn't, doesn't feel like you can peruse for very long as soon as more than three people get in there. Now I'm trying to remember Russell's record style. And I think it's uh, you a list, a record from the list. Record from the list is one play on the playbook. Yeah. You get uh oh, was there a record in the sale bin? Right. Uh, I've one best $1 record is correct. And oh, then yes. there's a, and then there's a record. What's the third one? It's a record that we've talked about. That's like not on there. I don't, we I have don't, a new one, a brand new one. That's so right. like not a used one. 
That's and then right. the last one, of course, Rob, is most perverted. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to pass out. Every time I do this, I almost pass out. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I go, into, I go to Roadrunner. And I, I'm immediately running my plays because, you know, I'm already worried about the narrow hallways and like, you yeah. know, s- trying to get by people. I just need to get in, run my system, get my records and get out of there. So <laughs> I fun. see one that is definitely going to fit the bill for uh, the what's it called? The, the most perverted. But I choose Whoa. not to buy it because I think it's too perverted. It's <laughs> pornography by The Cure. Oh, OK. Well, I mean, all right. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I know it when I see it. I mean, yes, that's for sure. there he does. Is there, are there any songs in there we know? I decided not to get that one. I thought it was okay. too perverted. I didn't know where to put that one in. I was trying to fumble. You know how I go in the corner and I fumble through the records to put them in a respectable order? <laughs> I didn't know if pornography should go first or last or where it should go, so I put it back. But there were three three things that I noticed about this record store that I had to share. They had sections that I wanted to talk about. The first was they had a specific section for canned heat. Canned heat. Yes. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Canned heat. I opened it yep. and there were no records in there. Oh, no. section right. of canned heat and then there's no records. No records. There was no. Go to the country, baby, I wanna go. There was no. There's a whole section. <laughs> yep. Alternatively, they did have a section that was stuffed full of records. It was Johann Sebastian Bach. They have a Ooh. Bach section. Oh, I didn't know that. That'd be all right. There's probably some good stuff in there. I wouldn't I know also what to look for, but I'll also look through the section on Tom Waits. This is one of the record stores where it's got all the names listed. And I was looking for the creepy Tom Waits song, but I couldn't find I didn't know the name <laughs> of the creepy song. What was that one again? What's, What's he building in there? What's he building? <laughs> that's on the that's on the Mule Variations album, if you ever find that one. He does so wave when I walk by. <laughs> that album though also has come on up to the house, which is a great fucking song. And the house so, where nobody lives. So eventually I, I start running my system. The first record in my system, yes. highest one I could find on the list was Born in the USA by oh, Bruce Springsteen. Yes. There yes. he is. Yes. What are you guys thoughts about vinyl with the boss? You guys have any Bruce Springsteen records? I oh. have you got a lot of them. Yeah. yeah, I got four. I think I've got Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say, of course we don't, but it turns out I'm the only guy Asbury here Park. without a Bruce Springsteen record. I used to have the river. I'll be honest. The, the river is the one I gave away. That thing was too much of a downer. I couldn't handle it. Next record. Next record. I came across. I decided to add a new record to my, my strategy. And that is if I ever go see something live, I want to get the record of it. Right. I like it. Yes. I like it. I like so that. the one I got this week is a buddy Holly record. Oh wow. yeah. It's got Peggy Sue on it. Rave on a bunch of other awesome songs. So I figure Fantastic. adding uh, anything you've seen live, you need to get a record of it is the way to go. Right. <laughs> well, you did, it's I also mean, super fun to listen to. Like you, that's you did the a, greatest music there is. I just want to be clear. You didn't see buddy Holly live, right? Yeah. Like, you know that, right? <laughs> like you saw a play where somebody was playing buddy Holly. I mean, if he I mean, was going to see Buddy Holly live, who would he have to call first to see it? Like, how would he, how would he make that happen? I mean, maybe they would call us. You know, anybody who could hook that up? I don't know. Like, could anybody make that happen? Hello, 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 baby. It's me, the big Wait, Papa what? Baby. Who did you see Buddy Holly? What's going on? Oh, big Papa Baby, you gotta go through me if you wanna talk to Buddy Holly. Can you put us in touch with Buddy? Yeah, you know, you know, he, Buddy Holly, he loves, oh, I'm losing it a little bit. Buddy Holly loves to talk to lawyers. Do you know why Buddy Holly loves to talk to la- lawyers? Why does he like talking to lawyers, Papa? A Pegasus, a Pegasus, a, 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 a Pegasus, a, a 
Buddy Holly got engaged after only knowing a woman for five hours. What are your thoughts about getting engaged after five hours, Popper? I asked him about that baby, and you know what Buddy Holly said to me up here? What do you say? First of all, he talks like this because his face got smashed in in the plane crash. And it turns out that that affects you in heaven, too. You can do whatever you want in heaven, but you are. If you get your face smashed, your face is smashed in heaven, too. A lot of people don't realize that. They don't think it's great. theology here. I didn't know. Yes, it's true. uh, I must learn that from Pastor Bruce. I asked Buddy Holly, why did you marry a woman after whatever Russell said earlier? And maybe I wasn't listening so closely. And he said, you're no big bopper. I just wanted to see her Chantilly lace and a pretty face and a ponytail hanging down. He wanted those pantaloons, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, it was nice talking with you, Big Bopper. We'll have Thanks, to give Big you a Bopper. call next time we go to the record store. Please call me again. I'm so, I'm so lonely. I'm so, lo- so lonely. So lonely. <laughs> I don't so get to I talk could, to the big boppers as much as you guys do. I think I'd like to. I think it'd be something I'd I got a lot of questions. <laughs> so the next album on the list, I had to add another category. I guess this one could be the most perverted because you guys know I like talking about my whipping post. I got oh, yes. the Almond Brothers oh. and Fillmore here. Play with Fillmore the post. That's the best one. That is such a... That, that kicks is an all-timer. That's right a great idea. Yep. What a great album. I figured I needed a jam band one. That, would yeah, that be considered a jam band, Matt? Oh, absolutely. One, I, that's the jam band to start all jam, jam bands. That that's awesome. Time, man. Rob always talks about no, like the mood music. We'll if you like were that. playing this in college, if I, if I had people over and I'm playing, I'm playing the Allman Brothers yep. live at Fillmore East, mm-hmm. that people are impressed by that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I added another category to my list that I'm probably going to be keeping going forward. Are, we up, I think to, you guys, are we up to eight categories now? Yep. I love it. Okay. So this category is... Something that I've heard Aaron recommend, but hasn't been on the list yet. So this is an Aaron oh, recommendation. Oh, okay. All this right. album is Aretha Franklin, Young, Gifted, and yes. Black. Aaron yes. has always said that this is his favorite Aretha album. We've listened to a couple, but he says this is the one. So I got Aretha, Young, Gifted, and Black. What are your thoughts you on go. that? I love that. That's wonderful. That's got Donny Hathaway on keys. That's got Bernard Pretty Purdy mm-hmm. on some drums. That's got Pretty a shuffle. great band. And she's at her best. Yeah, wonderful choice, Russell. Here's, Russell, here's what I think. Yeah. All right. So I added that sound clip. Shorter than I thought. Though. All right. I got. So finally, the last thing they had. I also. This is not one of my favorite things about a record store. They've got the one dollar crates on the floor. So you no. got to be like down in the catcher's oh, no. position That's or tough. down on a knee That's to tough. like fiddle through the ones on the floor. This annoys <laughs> yeah, me, yeah. but I found two gems in there. I believe Aaron may have found this one a few weeks back. This is one of my mom's favorites. It's Herbie Mann, Memphis Underground oh. for a buck. Oh. Yes, for a buck. That's for a great a record too. That's a great record. That's got <laughs> Sonny Sherrock it's a on value guitar. Buy yeah, that's it's a got value some buy. major players on it. And the last this album, guy must have been like, what the fuck is this guy's deal with music? Like, what? look at all this shit he's buying. This is crazy. You guys, side two of Memphis Underground is Chain of Fools, the Aretha Franklin song, and the fucking Battle Hymn of the Republic. Side two of wow. Memphis, Memphis Underground records is amazing. It's so weird and it's so good. <laughs> so the last one on the list is one we've talked about before. I'm going to give you the songs or the tracks and okay. see if you guys can name who this artist is. Oh, shit. Okay. okay. First side one is Abe Lincoln versus Madison Avenue. Introducing tobacco to civilization. 
Oh, this driving is Bob, instructor. This is Bob Newhart. I know exactly. Bob is I got the best of Bob Newhart. Unfortunately, there is no uh, what's it called baseball or whatever. But they've also got the cruise of the USS Codfish retirement party, returning a gift, and the Grace Ferguson airline. Give me one, Russell, and I'm going to do his bit for you verbatim right now. <sighs> Introducing tobacco to civilization. Hey, hey. So here's the deal. I mean, you got to wonder yourself. Like tobacco, like how did that even start? So it's kind of like this. It's like, uh, oh, hey. Uh, uh, and then I, he's going to probably do some super racist joke here. So I'm going to skip that part. And then he's like, uh, hey, uh, try this stuff. I, I, uh, I, I, uh, I, I dried it. Oh, good. Okay. Should I try to grind it up into a powder, put it in a paste and try it? No, no, no. Here's what we're going to do. We're actually going to roll it up into a piece of paper, lay it on fire, and then breathe in all the smoke. Uh, excuse me? Uh... uh <laughs> I mean, I know I'm a brave, but that sounds dangerous to me. It's stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of like, it kind of trends wow, on the, pretty good. yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. And then at the end, he's there's like a Paul mall, but it's Paul mini mall. It's kind of, a, it doesn't fit now because there's not really the mini mall scene. It's, you know, you guys know what I'm talking about. That's impressive. That's impressive. Thank you. I also got to double back because Billy Preston also plays keys on young gifted and black. So I, I know I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the fifth Beatle. Billy Preston. No idea. So that, that that's how my, my experience at the record store win. I've got a new system, got a bunch of new records that I think I'm going to enjoy. So yeah, Roland, going mad. Have we got choices. to you yet? How's it going with you? No, no. Great. Uh, I, I do love that store. Uh, the last one I got, I got Rolling Stone Tattoo U. Ooh, about nice. a week that's and a half ago, cool two weeks ago. Cover. It's a double. Yeah. And it's got my favorite song, Slave by the Rolling Stones. Which Rob is playing over the top right now, oh, so you guys can hear it. <laughs> every time, every time you do that, no, you're not getting it. Every time you do that, I'm like, type, type, type. Here I am, shifting and pushing with the buttons, and that now when I do that, I'm going to think, left hand. Yeah, I'm going to think to myself, my left hand. If I've been doing this wrong my whole life, what else yeah. is a disaster for my whole life? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to think, like, this is. Does this represent everything? Am I wrong about everything? Like, it's. Um, went to, saw the Smashing Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction this oh. past week. Ooh. And Jane's Addiction live is unbelievable. No oh way. my goodness. Yeah. And Perry is back and he's stoned to the bejesus and having conversations with the crowd. Doing that. And it is just awesome. <laughs> it is just awesome. And so I was so surprised at how well Jane's Addiction played, you know, and it, it probably makes sense, right? Like they're really good. And then they got completely drugged out and couldn't figure out anything and mm -hmm. had people coming in and out and all that stuff. And now they're coming back around. They're a little older and they're they're just professionals. It was it was, did Dave Navarro play guitar for them at some point? He did for a long time, okay. and I don't think he was on this okay. tour because they would have. Right. There was a guy that looked exactly like him, though. Yeah, you know, kind of a little yeah. taller, <laughs> you your hair a little bit longer, that kind of a thing. He kind of, he kind of is in the spotlight, but not really. Like he's kind of, like, not really. Yeah, you know, they did all that kind like of stuff. So. That looks like Dave Navarro. So that was awesome, um, and then. I've been doing a lot of traveling lately, and I think I figured out a new game to play at the airport. Oh, yes. A new game. Love Matt's airport a new, games. A, a new one. Um, and so I was walking. I was in the Minneapolis airport. So I, I've got this thing down to a science now. And so I had I had a 7 o'clock flight the okay. other day. And so I'm just, I'm just letting was you know how much I had this down. Was it in the morning at night? In the morning. Was it in the and morning, boarding, not at night, huh? Mm, boarding closer. <laughs> <laughs> boarding start you know supposed to start at 6 20 all right oh that's early. And so Jesus. i was gonna get up about five o'clock i had to make the boys lunches stuff like that i had to pack yet all this stuff 
And oh my I did God, not wake up, up at five, five and packed. Oh, I, I got up at five oh, 27 is when I woke up and your flight was up. at seven and you had to pack. So, so I got up at five 27. I had oh to take God. a shower, Dude, had to shave, is, had to seriously, pack, this is crazy. all this stuff. About six o'clock. I had to make the decision. Do I go now or do I make the lunches? Do I go and get Sarah really pissed off at me because I didn't make the lunches because I didn't get my ass up in time to make the lunches? Or do I just go? I decided to make the lunches. Yes. So I made lunches. What? Okay. Wow. And so then about 608, 609, what? I'm out the door. Wow. Okay. At six. Now, 10, man, what did you I, make in my, their what did you make in their lunches? What did you put in there? Um, peanut butter jelly sandwich. Yep. Classic. Uh, had some dots pretzels. Nice. Had some grapes, and then I they got the little mini Oreos. I always give Leo a few little mini Oreos. That's oh his lunch. He's got a snack too. He's got a he's got a beef stick. He's got a, a cheese stick, and he's got some cut up apples. That's his snack for the day. So what a sweet dad. And, I mean, so that's, that's that's not a lunch. That's like a that's like a buffet. That's incredible. Jeez, man. So so I had to get that to this. So six ten, I'm leaving, <laughs> out the door. All right. Driving down the Jesus. street, I, I park. I get, I get in there. I know that I got to go to Gold Three. You're you know, parking gold, at the airport too. At the airport too. Oh I my gosh. Park there. Oh my <laughs> so I'm parking at <laughs> Gold Three. This that's is, the closest one to the. You can walk over. You don't got to take an elevator down. It's on the level that you can take over to the thing. So I get there at six twenty. I get ten minutes from my house, door to door, till I hit park. Okay, so then I'm walking. I hit park six twenty. Walking, walking out there. Lines are out the door. I got clear. I got TSA. I am at my gate G3 at 627, right Whoa. when they call for sky priority. <laughs> and so I have got this thing down to a science. That's but, unbelievable. That's so that's the new so game? that's that's not the game. No, but I just had what? to I had that's to tell you how. So then oh. the next week I'm going and I and I got a little bit more time now, right? So I'm like, oh, okay, it's kind of a little close. Yeah. So I got a little more time. But now I gotta go to, and Russell might know this better than anybody. I gotta go to like F22, which mm. is way down there. All right. And so they got all those walkways, right? That's <laughs> getting very granular. And so then there's walkways. So there's you walk on the right. Or you, you stand on the right and you yeah. walk on the left, right? And so you start going. And if you're, you want to walk, right? You don't, you, you just, you're not a prick or anything. You don't push by people. You know, you just, if people are walking a little slower, you just kind of walk a little slower. Maybe if there's room, you go around them, stuff like that. But there's always one lady who is in such a hurry, so much more of a hurry than anybody else that she is just going to push by everybody and just be rude. You know, there's, there's rules to the road. Right. Yep. Oh no. If, you, if there's if everybody's waiting to, oh, to walk no. on that line, and there's five people. You don't walk ahead of them. You wait in line. Right. So no new game. No. Is to find those people, get in front of them, and then just take up <laughs> no. both rows <laughs> and find somebody else you can walk with and just get them pissed. So you're, excuse yes. me, excuse me, and I'm like, hey, we're all trying excuse to go to the same me. spot. Excuse me, <laughs> we're all trying to go to the same spot. So that's my new game, Russell. Is that people who are rude? If somebody's nice, let them go. But if they're rude, if if you're rude, we're going to hold you up just Man, for being rude. That's we'll my find you and we'll walk at the same speed as somebody next to him on the moving walkway. In an so the only problem, move. the only problem is, is that, so this lady, so I got, I got ahead of her again and I'm, and I'm slowing down and there's this, there's this, uh, pilot who's with me and he's walking, you know, if we're, if we need to be walking at pace 10, 
you know, he's walking at about a nine, so he's just slightly slower than this lady wants to go. Matt is a fast walker too, so if he's He's slowing down, it's on purpose. I've seen him. So no, but I had no. So I I had to I had to kick it into overdrive, (laughs) and so the only problem with it was is I had another seven o'clock flight, and so I'm sprinting with this lady, but I got to stay ahead of her. So by the time I get to my gate F22, I am sweating balls, right? And so I'm like, oh, that's the only problem I had with that. The only problem with that game is that you get a little bit too much workout, then you go on the plane sweaty. That's no good. So that's my new game. Rob, rolling, going. How's it going with you? Did you end up, but you did end up making the plane? Oh, yeah, for sure. I was going to laugh my ass off if Matt missed them both. (laughs) If Matt was like, well, no, I missed both flights. Now it's that, time for Beck did it better. We haven't heard this one in a while. Yeah. <laughs> right, that might have been the picture though, the second right, one that I sent you guys about playing stories that I yeah, my kids nobody like, behind me. Why are your friends sending pictures of like them getting on a plane? And I was like, there's so many layers. There's so many layers. I can't even start. She's like, is this, does this have anything to do why you take pictures with you or your thumbs down during a pilot's announcement? And I'm like, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's kind of the same. It's the same ballpark. You know, yeah, we're in the same sphere. <laughs> Listen, how do you think you spell the band that sang um, uh, uh, Knock Me Down, You Get Up Again? What's that band's name? Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba. Spell it for me, please. Just off the top of your head. C-H-U-M-B-A-W-U-M-B-A. Guys. Chumbawamba. It's fucking Chamba. Wamba. It's W A M B A. With an A, Wamba. It's Chamba Wamba. It's C H A M B A. It is C U. Oh, God. It's C H U M B A. Chumba. That makes sense. Chumba. I get it. You know what? I've been Chumba. You know, I've been on that train my whole life. That's Chumba. How do you spell La Bamba? It sounds, it's, it's spelled kind of like that with the soft A, right? You're, it so, may be correct. You think Chamba Wumba is related to La Bumba? That's the smartest thing I've ever heard. You're fucking Albert Einstein over there. That, I mean, that's crazy. Well, it's Chumba. the same. It's the same phonetics, right, or whatever you want to call that. La 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 la, Chamba Wumba. <laughs> guys, I got a great idea for another song. I really do. It's super good. Should we hit pause? Should hey, we take Rob, a little break? Is this I mean, we go it or not? Yeah, we this can is check in Chamba. With Richie Valens' famous colleague, it's, if we needed to. It's, it's Chamba. <laughs> Wamba. My question is this though: is like I've we've seen how many times did you see that video? A million times. Like how many times have you heard about Chumba Wamba? Why do we call him Chumba Wamba when it's Chumba Wamba? It's not. It's like Labamba. Chumba. It's a La soft Bamba. A. But Chumba. But aren't the, they British? The like British people pronounce stuff crazy. Like yeah, but it's Chumba. Like all bets are off. When then it like, would be Chamba Wamba. Like yeah, but it's no, like Labamba. British. They say stuff weird, man. <laughs> they say the name st- of that song is. Tub thumping? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that's Tub true. Thimping? Okay, now we're doing chub thumping. I, let Tub me see. Thumping? God, it's so, you know, tub thumping for these guys are so far back on their video page. I got to click back a couple. I mean, there's so many other Chumbawamba videos that are up the front. It's play, so weird. Play, play a Chumbawamba song that is not tub thumping. I would love to I don't think there are any. There's got to be You got to admit, though, this is a bop. Why are we listening to this? Because I love Chamba. Why does I love spell it. And now the problem is I pronounce it Chamba Wamba, and that's not right either. It's Chumba Wamba. You guys know who might have had too many whiskey and cider drinks? Who? It was the captain of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I was oh, reading today oh, yes. that yesterday was the 47th anniversary right. of the Edmund Fitzgerald crashing. That's right. And I was reading about this that all these crashes happened because of these gale winds or gales up in 
in Duluth. Right I dated up on, her in on, high school. Yeah. On Superior. Yeah. And so yeah. I read that of the 600 shipwrecks on Lake Superior, about half have occurred during this time of year. Half. Whoa. Half. I would say that's pretty scary. That is. And sad. It I mean, it's scary, scary, isn't it, bro? <laughs> say, yeah. do, they say, do they say pissing the night away there? Yeah. yeah. Is that what pissing they say? Yeah. The night. Guys, here's that famous, other famous Chumba Wamba song, Her Majesty. And everybody oh, should be calling her Chumba Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I know this one. This Chumba It's a cover. It's a Lennon McCartney cover. Yeah. But she changes from day to day. But this is their only other thing I can find on YouTube that's not. How would Paul McCartney pronounce Chumba Wamba? Chumba Wamba. Hey, man. There's one called Enough is Enough. And they did this song? I mean, this. The Scatman? <laughs> they did this, it turns out. His name, you know what? His name is the Scatman. It turns out it's Scat Moon. We'd never do it, but it was spelled Scat Moon. It's still, I mean, see, that's mind-blowing. You guys are laughing at my rolling going. It's actually mind-blowing. This was not a huge part of your guys' life growing up, was it? I just, all the times I've shown up and done a rolling going off the top of my head, and Rob says, you had a week or two weeks or whatever, and this is what you chose to talk about. And here we are. We're listening to Scatman and talking about how to pronounce Chumbawamba. We're listening to the Scatman, I think, for the fourth time tonight. Not the first time. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, fine. You know what, guys? <laughs> A national hero is dead. You guys are, oh, you're laughing about it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, didn't you say he died in 2003? <laughs> According to uh, Wikipedia, other singles by Chumbawamba include Amnesia, uh, Enough me? is Enough, Time Bomb, Top of the world, ole, 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 and add me, which add me doesn't even have a link, so it can't wow. do that big. <laughs> Vinyl only. Did not get yeah. that one digitized. They were like me with the Robin Sam show tapes. Don't have time to digitize yeah. this. Can't put it out there. Listen, okay. And a lot of people don't know Listen. this. You know, you know what? How you know what Scatman John did for a job? He was a captain of a of a certain ship. Okay, and I didn't want to bring this up. <laughs> and the last radio message. I mean, it's just heartbreaking. <laughs> the last radio message that we heard, he said, <laughs> And they said, who is this? Who is this? Who's calling? This sounds like an emergency. SOS. And he goes, I'm the scan man. Beep it up it up. Bada bay. So to you, Scatman, we say thank you for your service, both in the military and in the Merchant Marines. We appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, I really think there's harder drums behind this thing. Yeah, yeah if you crank up the drums a little harder. Am I a harder. producer now, too? Yeah, we definitely are. I would, I would rock to this. Rob, send this over. Let's see what we can do with it. Oh my God. It's, I want man to take a crack at it. We got to have an extended version. Oh, it's so good. Listen, we are talking about Sly and the Family Stone. And basically, Sly and the Family Stone, this is their second album after their album, Life. Life is their first album. First of all, I just got to tell you right now, I think Sly and the Family Stone might be the worst namer of albums we've had yet. Their first one is Life. The second one is Stand. It's just, we got to get some better names. Now, there's a riot going on, starting to pick up on their third album after this. But, you know, Sly and the Family Stone, we've talked about them before. You know, they're a multiracial band, which was a, a huge deal in 1969, you know, 68, 69. And they were singing songs about, you know, s- civil rights and peace and harmony. And, 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 but at the same time, it was this super funky, 
band with a, a keyboardist named uh, Sly Stone and his sister was on the trumpet and his brother, I think, was his brother playing saxophone or something like that. But basically, Sly said that when he was a radio DJ, he would play, he said, I got Jimi Hendrix and then I'd play Bob Dylan and then I'd play Neil Young. He said, I always wanted to keep the flow going differently. I didn't want to get into a groove. And you can hear that on every single Sly and the Family Stone albums. These songs, they, they're almost not like, they're not even like a genre almost, right? It's kind of like a psychedelic, but then you'll hear a super pop and it kind of is all over the place, which I, I thought was pretty neat about this album. And then uh, this was kind of the, the album that came out right before their big performance at Woodstock. And apparently that performance at Woodstock absolutely blew them up. And I said this last time on the last Sly and the Family Stone, you need to watch live performances of Sly and the Family Stone. They are absolutely incredible. Uh, the Revolution Will Be Televised, that movie, that Q-tip movie, they are, it is an unbelievable experience watching them. It's, it's just great. And then after this, Sly got quickly, they said the year after this, Sly just got into cocaine like nobody's business. And that kind of led to him locking himself in his room and making there's a riot going on, which we've talked about previously. And it was kind of all downhill from here. So this is kind of their creative, uh, uh, not maybe not creative apex, but it's the apex is a band. I think you were talking about Summer of Soul by Questlove. In case anybody's yeah. trying to find it. Trying to that's find what I was, okay. I was just I, You know, honestly, <laughs> I, write, I, I was trying to write shift and it screwed up everything. But, I, it's, but yes, their performances on there are amazing. Their, their costumes, their performance, the band, super tight. But you, Rob, you're totally right. It's almost uncategorizable psychedelic funk. I mean, it's them and Funkadelic. Nobody else was doing it like this. Uh, we're going to get to Funkadelic th- in less than a year. Ooh, I'm going to be sick. What if we're sick that episode? It's just Aaron <laughs> Actually, Aaron would like that. It would be great. Like, I mean, this, like this one and Maggot Brain, the two of them like together are just like, I think they're kind of companion pieces. I think when things get really stale for us, we should do where we each record a solo episode. We just take an album. We do a solo episode. Oh, same God, bits. I- we got to do the same bits, but it's just solo. <laughs> And then we just each get to listen to it. I'd love it. I'd love listening. I mean, a Matt solo episode. Oh, my God. It'd be so would fun to listen be, to. Would yours be just you mispronouncing Chamba Wamba the whole time? <laughs> no, it's Chumba Wamba. We've talked about this. Oh. Okay. It's not La Bumba. It's not Chumba, La Chumba. Ch- La Chum- listen, I don't. You're going to get me back to the Scatman John again. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> and all roads, the Edmund Fitzgerald. All roads lead to Scatman John. <laughs> I just hate to think about him, you know. <laughs> so scary. Yeah. And somebody said, you know, Scatman, the ship's going down, but there's a lifeboat. You know, who's, who's going to pilot this? You're the captain. How are you? You're not going to help us. And he said, well, if the Scatman can do it, so can you. What would you call this opening track on the album here? I think it is a titular track. You know, ever since I was in high school, I would, I love starting with the titular track. It was one of my favorite things. I think it's a great thing on an album. It sets up the night in a right way. When you know, you're going to listen to this titular track. I just want you to imagine you're at home. You get this album. Okay. You bought this and Bob Newhart came out probably around the same time. You drop the needle on this. Think about what this sounds like. Oh, Oh, yes. And what's really interesting is when he recorded this song, he played it in a club to see how it went, right? And it was a banger, and they loved it until the end of the song. And so Sly said, uh, oh, well, I'm going to go and re-record the end. And you kind of see this future Sly, what's going to happen is that none of the band is around, so he records it with just him and studio musicians. And I've always wondered, because I, I was a big Sly and the Family Stone fan growing up, but you can hear it during the song. You can hear where... 
He tacks on the part. (laughs) You can hear the part where he tacks on the coda. Listen to the change in tone as it goes to this session's musicians. Right there. You can just hear that. It's just a total. And they put on this kind of gospel type ending. Well, James Brown. I mean, this is tighter. This is like, it goes from like Muscle Shoals to the Chitlin Circuit. This is not the Family Stone. This is all Sessions musicians, which is kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, Don't Call Me N-Word, Whitey. Now, this song threw me because they spelled Whitey with an E. I don't know how I thought Whitey was spelled. Guys, today's kind of the spelling episode. A lot of people are going to refer to this one as the spelling episode. But Don't Call Me Whitey. Did I you put the, an E in there? I thought the guitars in this were just out of this world. I, I I got to like the last 45 seconds, but even you can hear it here. We talked about this with the Allman Brothers. It feels like the guitars are talking to you. Like they're using yeah. words. Oh, yeah. No, my, doesn't it feel like a conversation with the guitar? Yeah, my son asked me which which person was singing in that voice. Like we were listening to this and he was like, no, no, I like that one where they sing with like the chipmunk voice. Which person is singing that one? Because like we were showing him pictures of Sly and the Family Stone. Like, check this out. He was like, which one is singing in that voice? Isn't aren't they using one of those Peter Frampton boxes there to yeah, make it with so, his voice? Right? He, they have to, right? Because there's a okay. I was gonna say if he's just doing that with a guitar, that blows my mind. No, I think Rod there's I think there's an effect on it. Yeah, okay, good. Uh I wanna take you higher. This was a true Woo! psychedelic song, one of their favorites to play in concert. I think this band might have the best intros we've done. I picked all the beginning of the songs. I gotta tell you guys. When I was a sophomore in high school, I played in the band for the show choir, and we did this song, and I was really fucking good. I won't let anybody tell me different. I was great playing this song. What was your part in the choir? What I was you, the trombone. No, I played in the band for the choir. Oh, in the band. I was the boner. Yeah, you were burying them. I played Take You Higher. I buried the bone somewhere. That would be a fun song to play. You're right. Dude, it but was. You know what? And you know what? I, I want to take you higher, and this is going to be a little bit of a thing. See if you can see if we can find the theme I have for today's show. There was a song recorded <laughs> the same year called "I Want to Take You Higher" by a little band known as uh, Ike and Tina Turner. Oh, and it, whereas "I Want to Take You Higher" got up to thirty eighth on the list, the Tina Turner Ike Turner version got up to thirty four. The same year, it came out and did better. Wow. Oh. And I see why. This song is much better. It's tighter, yeah. It just sounds like you a... You think this is better? Oh, oh Tina yeah. singing this? Yes. Yeah, I mean, background singers, yeah. It's so good. But it just would suck to be like... Again, it'd be like us having a podcast and somebody comes out with the same exact episode, but just... I don't know, somehow better, maybe more Scatman bits where he's driving a boat. Uh, <laughs> the one thing I heard on this one is... Definitely the influence for one of the most popular video game sound bites in the history of video games. Rob, can you pull up the sound bite? Oh. Sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's, it's technically boom, lock, lock on this, but actually, the guys who were making NBA Jam, one of the producers was listening to a lot of the Sly and the Family Stone. Yes. And he told the guy who was in there doing the audio that you should try just saying, Boom shakalaka, and he goes like, I don't even know what that means, and he goes, just do it, trust me, and they put it in there, and it became like Boom the famous shakalaka. thing in NBA Jam. That's so good. Boom shakalaka. He's on fire. So you're telling me that Boom shakalaka comes from Sly and the Family Stone, and the band is named Chamba Wamba. We learned both those facts today. <laughs> this is blown by fucking Biden. Mind blown. This probably isn't earth shattering either, but uh, that that Outcast was probably listening to these guys. But Rosa Parks, they they must be, they must have lifted that for the 
I agree that and the Chamber Whamba stuff both equally interesting and mind blowing. I mean, this is a is this the first psychedelic podcast? If you think about it, think about what we've talked about today. I would argue this is a psychedelic podcast. I'm pretty sure we specifically had one that you called a psychedelic podcast for the whole second half. This is the first funk song of all time. <laughs> this song is called Somebody's Watching You and it's terrible. Um, and the thing is, Slime the Family Stone, the good songs are so good and the bad songs are so good. Bad. The bad songs are terrible on this album. It is like whiplash. Listen to these lyrics. Games are to be played with toys, etc. Okay, I'm just going to stop right there. They use the term etc. in a song. That's crazy. <laughs> Shady as a lady in a mustache. There's like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like a, that's kind of a crappy thing to say now. It's Rob, a bit dated. Jumping forward to like 245 or something. Put it near the end a little bit. Uh, let me see. 245. Yeah, let me try it. 245. Ooh, see, I like this part though. There's a little bit of, or- I think it's an organ in the background. Yes, you're right. I was actually reading our favorite artist back. Actually, as an organ that's influenced by Sly and the Family Stone, his song Sissy Neck sampled the song Life and, and a organ from that. But check out the organ on this back song. Oh, yeah. Nice. What the fuck, Russell? Nice. So that is a sample of Life by Sly and the Family Stone. Oh, wow. So when it comes to sampling Sly and the Family Stone with a badass organ groove, who did it better? Beck did it better. No so doubt. Russell heard a part at the end of that song and just goes, hmm. Back, he's just like that. Like it's like a, it's like a weird Rain Man thing. Where he's like, he's back organ. Better get on that. <laughs> the people at songfacts.com are like, Jesus. There's so many more Beck searchers than there have ever been ever before. This is outrageous. Uh, all right. When all you got is a hammer, everything's a nail. This and again, this is just the start of the song. Listen to this. Sing a simple song. It, Oh, the bass on this one. It's this so would technically good. have to be referred to as a groove, yes. right? Yes. One thousand. In fact, Russell, this song is so good that it inspired many people to cover it. Okay, so this is the second song where we're going to go through some covers of "Sing a Simple Song." First one, Ike and Tina Turner. But it, she changed all the lyrics to "Bold Soul Sister." Like the meters. And this one was not fair. Like I can Tina Turner were like just they were they had a different goal. I mean, I'm not talking about Ike, but listen to this though. It's good. No, it's not as good as Sing a Simple Song. This one fails the Rob test. Not as good. However, oh, I don't know. so then That's next close. up, okay, we go to one of their biggest hit songs. In fact, this is a hit single prior to this album. Number one Billboard hit, Everyday People. Another groove, Russell. This is one of my all-time. If I had started a hundred song list like Matt's got, this might be on there for me. Yeah. Just, it, how does it not bring a smile to your face? Every right? time, right? I mean, his voice is so good. The music is so good. And you know who else thought it was so good? Eddie Vedder. Dolly Parton. Yeah. Oh. What? Oh, no. I'm going to play the cover and you guess the band, okay? I mean, she sounds great. She always sounds great. Sounds great. 
I think musicians love this song because they're like, songs do change lives. Okay, name this band. This sucks, by the way. Chamblewimba? Close. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a hint. Watching your ass jiggle on that table will permanently scar me. I'd do anything for it. I'd buy a steak dinner and whisper sweet nothing to it. This is Maroon 5. And as you can tell for the notes, I once again just copied all the text messages in case I didn't read them. I may need to see the booty. You were 50 times hotter in person, and so am I. Yeah, body versus absurd. So good. Then, probably the most famous version of this, at least in my life. Yep. Yeah, this is the one. I bought this this whole CD just for this track. Well, that's Mr. Wendell, right? Mr. Wendell is so good. (laughs) Here, brother man, have two. Double tone. I mean, now, like, this this song is dramatic, too. Like, this is a little bit preachy and, like... I... Arrested Development like kind of rocked my world when they first came out. They were great. Uh, Yeah. And then there's a band that covered this song and you'll never guess who it was. And it came out three years later. It's Ike and Tina Tina Turner. Turner. (laughs) God, she can sing though. Got a little more space to it. That was her thing, right? They were like an R&B review. They were like on the road every night playing live, yeah. right? So they had to play stuff oh. people wanted to hear. I mean, I love, you know, everything. I mean, he was like a huge musician. Like he was oh, yeah. a big time guitar player for a very long time, right? Like he was well known as a kind of a pioneer in himself. I'm telling you. And he did a lot of bad things. Right. Guys, these but, songs are right. so good. Everybody's covering them. Everybody's going crazy with it. You, you miss Pearl Jam. I mean, Pearl Jam covers it all the time. You miss Pearl Jam, Rob. But that's okay. We won't hold it against you. That one's so good because it's got a lullaby in it. Remember? It, it, this was on the lullaby list. Oh, what? yes. That's right. I totally <laughs> forgot the about butcher that. Butcher the Baker. Yeah, that's yes. right. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the, and Russell, was that a fairy tale? Fairy tale episode. <laughs> that was a fairy tale, right? Wasn't that a fairy tale that you were talking about? Those are my favorite. Or a fairy tale. They're with, different. With hobgoblins. 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 <laughs> you guys got to check out. So we, earlier we were talking about the boom shakalaka. It's kind of just these like random sounds, right? It's not words. And we've talked with Matt before. Like Matt doesn't even care about the lyrics. He just wants to like, what is the feeling it's given him? What's the sound? And so there's another one of these in here where they're using nonsense lyrics. Rob, check this out. Check this time cue out. Is it this one? Yeah. Just give it a second. Are they saying Scooby Dooby Doo? Scooby Dooby What is that? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Wait, this is pre Scooby Doo. I I read that Scooby Doo came out just after this, but some people think it was inspired by a song by Frank Sinatra, who used Scooby Doo on Scooby, Strangers in the Night. Dooby Doo. He is Dooby Dooby Doo. But these guys on hey, two songs now they've like these man. kind of. Bundles of nonsense syllables. So I thought we could do a list of the greatest songs ever featuring nonsense. Oh, syllables. that's great! It's a top five Pearl Jam song. Hey, Rob. Yes. For another, you can do as much scat banding on this list as you want because the scat man was be bop bopping, right? He was be bop bop bopping. And it is true that if the scat man can do it, so can you. So. And I'm looking up Scatman lyrics so I can make more jokes later. Thank you. It was 1955. I think we've talked about this guy maybe once before. This is Little Richard Tootie Fruity. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at my Scatman stuff. I was totally distracted. This is my bad. Oh, Rudy. 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 Oh, Rudy.
nonsense lyrics yes. right there, right? Yes. Womp Bamba. You know what's so funny though? I don't even think about Womp Bamba Loo Bamba La Bamboo as being nonsense. But it is. It's just I've said it so many times in my life. I mean, honestly, I say wop a loop a lot bamboo more than most people, I would guess. <laughs> I read it was his verbal rendition of drum patterns. And I think Rolling Stone in April 2012 called that refrain the most inspired rock lyric ever recorded. Oh, my God. I get it's it. It's so I good. It. It's it's crazy listening to Little Richard. It's just crazy. Also, his clips on YouTube, incredible. Like watching yeah. him live, just amazing. I also read that Prince and Sly Stone were also very heavily influenced by James Brown, Jimi Hendrix, and Little Richard in their style. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see that for sure. All right, next song on the list. Uh, this is Shirley Ellis. The song is called The Name Game. The Name Game. Everybody do Tony. Tony, 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 Pony, Banana, Banana, Pony, Pony. You know there's some Tony. kids. Tony. You know there's some kids conceived of this song, right? Huh? Like, you know there's some kids conceived of this song. It's popular enough where it was playing while kids were conceived. <laughs> they're probably I mean, like, Tony, like, Tony, and then there's Tony, like kids Bo, 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 Chuck, right? And then like, oh, let's yes. do Chuck next. Uh -huh. You know? I actually read, Aaron, that you're right on. She used to <laughs> amaze the audience by taking requests for the name game in concert, but whenever someone asked for Chuck, she had the good sense to ignore those people. <laughs> I just think somebody heard Tony, Tony, Boboni, and they're like, hmm, she's got a good idea. We should do it's that. Terrible. And then... And then, I mean, it would be tough, though, if you if your kid was being bored and you're like, what name are we going to pick? I mean, there's just... <laughs> you have to go through the name. You have to go through the name. You're like, well, Tony, Tony, Shirley, Shirley, Bo Burley, Fanna, Fanna, Fofurly. Okay, Russ, let's do your name right now, Russell. Do your name without even thinking about it. Do the name game on your name. Russ, Russ, Bo Bus, Fanana, Fanna, Fofus. He is not going to cuss. Mm -hmm. Russ, yes. Aaron, 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 Bo Baron, Banana Fan, Fofarin, Me, My Mo, Aaron, Aaron. Yes. Isn't it Me, My Mo, Aaron? Don't yeah, you I missed it. I missed it. God, you, you, you suck. me out for. What are we doing? <laughs> I'm looking up lyrics. I, what are Let's we doing? Let's hear the name. It's that Q-tip documentary we're talking about. That Q-tip? Uh, <laughs> Matt, Matt, Foe is so fat. Uh -oh. Banana, <laughs> Banana, Bo, Lat. Me, My Mo, he hates, hates cats. cats. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is amazing. How about you, Rob? Rob, Rob, Bob, Bob, Banana, Fanta, Fofo, Bob, Me, Mimo, Mob, Rob. Listen, this is amazing that <laughs> that song that is a hit. Quick. You had that. You had that. That was too good. When we before. did it, it was not good. Like, I will not listen to any of this again. But she has a hit song that has that. It's crazy. She also, do you guys remember, we've talked about this artist once before, Shirley Ellis. Do you remember when we talked about her? <laughs> we talked about the name game, our person Not before? the name game, but she had Shirley a different Ellis. song that was even a bigger hit. What? It was the hand clapping song. We did the best song oh. ever with hand claps, yeah. and she had the hand clapping song. That, what's the hand clapping song? She was a novelty. You'd have to pull that one up. A novelty hit person. Hand clap. Look at those. Look at that big, you like that? All that. I know, all caps. <laughs> I can't believe he all caps. This song is called Clap, Pat, Clap, Slap. Yes. Remember this one? Yes, I oh, do. Yeah. Goose drank wine. Goose drank wine. Monkey, your monkey got choked. She's got some jams. Yeah, that's, Listen, a jam. I, that's a good song. They, they must have been like, Listen, you're going to do what? And she's like, it's a name game. You say a name, they say banana fan. And partway through the song, I'm going to explain how you do the game in the song. And they're going to be like, listen, we didn't think your clap song was going to be big. And we were fucking wrong about that. So we will let you do whatever you want. <laughs> do your thing. Like, yeah. 
I bet she had some real bad ideas though later, don't you think? She's like, I'm, let's do our favorite kind of potatoes, a song about potatoes. And then she's like, mashed, baked, scam. See, it's not good. That's my point. It's not good. You guys just showed me how bad that is. Shirley Ellis, shame on you. Next song on the list. We've talked about our favorite bass man before. That was the guy from uh, the Boys to Men who I may be dead. We don't really know or has some sort of problem. But this song, next song on the list is by Johnny Symbol. The song is called Mr. Bassman. Check this one out. Yes. You know what? Would you say that this was, this is kind of a Kent Herbeck to me. I mean, this is the first bass man I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> Matt, would you say that that band reminds you of a band you, when I think of bass man, you know who I think of? Who do you think of? Crash Test Dummies. There's only, oh. that's the only band. <laughs> Very good, yeah. Matt, if the Crash Test Dummies did a name game, what do you think that would sound like? Russ, she is a boss who wouldn't go and cuss with the pus out of his must. Okay. I'm starting to realize and I don't think Matt. I don't think they Matt. finally made him. This <laughs> podcast turned into Robbie and way too high. Oh. Aaron couldn't quite explain it's, it. He always just showed up on Friday. He's like, I can't wait to talk about the music. <laughs> Next song on the list. We were talking about Chumbawamba. I believe this band beat Chumbawamba for the number one hit in 1997. It's Mbop oh, by Hanson. And this thing was everywhere. Listen to those nonsense syllables. Listen to those harmonies, though. These kids sound good, man. Yeah, yeah. It's a, this, I gotta say, guys, looking back, actually a bop. Right? Yeah, it's a bop. Right, if you like, number bob. one in 12 countries. If you were at a wedding and this came on, you'd hit the dance floor. VH1 called it one of the, the 20th greatest song of the 90s. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Is that I, one of the 20 best songs of the 90s? Me, I don't know. That's a, What? Well, it's like Call Me Maybe always makes all these lists. I mean, it's like the same thing. Like, give me a The break. 20th best song of the 90s. I don't know. This 20th best song. Okay, well, I can think of a couple songs that are, <laughs> I would say, pretty good. Hmm. And let's Both see. Both of them use nonsense syllables, too. It must be a trend. I think so. And I can think of another 90s song that I really enjoyed, too. But I would say number three. I would say that was at number three. I think it's really good. <laughs> I have to say, so I believe Sly Stone has a brother and sister in the band. Is that right? That is correct. So the brothers, the Hansons, were all brothers, and they must have been inspired by Sly and the Family Stone. Check out the cover they did. I think this is higher. Check out this cover they did of Sly and the Sly Stone. What? Everybody's covering them. Everybody's covering them, Russell. We should have combined forces. What the hell instrument is that? That's I like don't a, know, but that's, that's like a cheap that's keyboard. The, that's adult Hanson's cover and slide oh, the family stones. They must have been giving some props to an amazing band. I mean, right? I like the I like the bass line. It sounds like Thriller or something. There's Russell in the crowd. Boo, Platon Bob. 
I want to hear Umbop. It's the 20th best song of the 90s. Turn this shit off. This is right. not very good. Right? <laughs> I didn't say it was no. better. I just no, said they you did it. But I'm just saying, like, that's kind of the first time I've heard a cover. Like, all right, hey. maybe leave it. Russell's hiding a record he bought back in his shelves. What did, Russell, show us that. Oh my God, it's the Hanson record <laughs> with that song on it. He's embarrassed. He liked it. He bought it. Now he's embarrassed. Well, he said it was no good. Last song on the list featuring nonsense syllables. This is Lady Gaga, Bad Romance. Whoa. <laughs> Russell, I wish she nonsense. said um yeah, yeah in this one. Like I imagine she said um yeah, yeah. Of course. Russell. Back in 2011, Sly Stone actually said he wanted to work with Lady Gaga. He said, all these guys are playing all these amazing songs from the past. Lady Gaga, let me come in and play and pay me if you like it. <laughs> he's famous for threatening to come back and then never actually do, like never actually <laughs> working. Like he's been like been that way for decades, right? Like, oh, Sly's working with somebody on something that never happens. Like Sly and D'Angelo are going to do a record. No, never going to happen. Oh, oh. Oh, geez. It'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Like, wouldn't it be incredible? But Russell, I got to tell you right now. Great list. That was nonsense, Russell, because it was a top five nonsense list I've ever heard. Now, I was, I have to admit, Russell, okay, and I, I, it pains me to admit this, but I was distracted during your list because I had pulled up a lyrics sheet yeah. for a song called uh, Scatman, which is a song by Scatman John. And I was reading through and it just reminded me of. When uh, they checked in, it turns out he'd also sent out some, uh, what do you call it, Morse code messages, right? Yeah. And this came out from Scatman John. He said, check out my message to you. As a matter of fact, don't let nothing hold you back. If the Scatman can do it, brother, so can you. And then Google has taken the time to write out, ba-ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-da-bob. Ba-ba-ba-da-bob. I might put this into a text translator and do it for our next... Uh, I like Voice that Rob imagines Google as a human who's writing things. Like Google's <laughs> Google sat down at the <laughs> scroll and well, took their papyrus. And no, wrote somebody this wrote out. that. Hold on, wait. Re- reverse five seconds. What did they say there? Oh, oh go back eight. I missed it. <laughs> employee, I love how like employee number four at Google was a typist that only used their left finger on the shift, and they haven't found a way to lay that person off. <laughs> That person is rich. You know what? Stock they've got. I could write this down, I bet. I almost know this whole song. I hear you all ask about the meaning of scat and the professor, and all I can tell you is when you're sleeping, the saints are weeping because the things you call dead haven't yet had the chance to be born. I'm the scat man. It's kind of poetry. And it makes you... It's not too weird yet, guys. This is not too weird. This is fine. Russell's so mad. Okay, okay, here we go. No, <laughs> oh, he really is mad. Sex machine. I, I, was, I was I was Googling Chumbawamba lyrics so, for the end here. So here's the, here's the deal. That song, Everyday People, is so good. So good. How would you follow that up on the album? Oh, how about a terrible song called Sex Machine? How about an extended jam that is kind of meandering? Oh, my God. I got to say, I was really disappointed in this. For some reason, I got it in my head. It was going to be that song, Love Machine. I'm just a love machine. Oh, yeah. And I, I won't, won't work, work for nobody, nobody but, but you. you. And then it wasn't that song, and it, it bummed me out. This just seems like a... This is like a take a break and go have sex song, I guess. Like, it's like, oh, you don't have to listen. You can, like, go do some sex and then come back for the end of the album. 
Right. Is that what you tried to do when you listened to it this week? Yeah, it hasn't worked out yet. Yeah, not there yet. But it seems like a good idea, right? <laughs> I think this is a good song to go and have sex to, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tony. Now, that makes, you know what that makes me think of? Mamamamoni. Tony, Tony. I'm stuck in the dryer, Tony. Mona. Mona. Tony, I tried to get this nickel under the coffee table. I'm stuck, Tony. Can you come help me out? I love these moments when we're almost to the last song of the album and Rob just can't can't bear to play. He doesn't want it to be over. You can make it if you try. A bang. Another jam. Another groove. This is fun, right? This is fun. This is total fun. Now, it might surprise you. Guess, you know how popular their song was? Not popular. Somebody covered it. (laughs) This is the theme. Somebody covered it. Oh, wait a minute. No. This is from 1958. The song we just listened to is from 1969. This was a cover. It's a reverse for the end. It covered this song from 1958. If you try. What? This is fantastic. Wow. It's a reverse cover situation. Oh my God. Now, Sly, of course, has full writing credit on this song. As he does all the songs on the song. Who is this, Rob? Gene Allison. Jeez, and I and I and going nice. through it, I just want to tell you there is a cover of it. So I lied. This is a tr- this is a double cover situation. This is a double blind double cover. I'm coming at you. I said there wasn't a cover. I said it was a reverse cover. I would double down. Now there is a cover. <laughs> no okay, yeah. This, this is high low. This is gambling. You got to listen to this cover by Buddy Guy, 1980. Late day, Buddy Guy. So. So, so good. So, guys, you know what? Let's get into our most popular segment. Everyone's waiting. It's time for nobody. Just like the, this the album, show. we're going to take something really good and then add something not very good here at the end <laughs> because Rob thinks it's funny. And I really do. You guys know the Chumba Wumba lyrics? They actually capitalize the words whiskey, vodka, lager, and cider as if it's like a, a proper Trademark. name. What is up with yeah. that? It's, it's British. It's why they're called Chamba Wamba. Listen, this album is at one. Uh, I've just put 69. Oh, that was the year. But this album was at 119. <laughs> I was like, this is album 69. Jesus Christ, I'm stuck in a terrible time loop. Uh, this is album 119. Okay. And again, this podcast is not about the music. We couldn't care less about the album. We're not talking about the album. We're talking about the list. Okay. This is a podcast about the list. We love this list. We want to talk about the list. Is this album Stand by Sly and the Family Stone? Okay, it's got some nonsense words. It's got some great songs. It's got some mediocre songs. Does this deserve to be at number 119? Okay, if you think it does, if it's perfect, if they did a great job of the list, okay, it is a rolling, well-toned. We think this is great. If we think this should have been higher on the list, okay, that would be a rolling uh, groan because we do not like it. It should be higher I want to, don't you? Nobody's looking at the screen anymore. Everybody's doing different things as I say this. They're all kind of reading other stuff or whatever. I'm not going to look, look I'm into with that too own. much. I'm, I'm all or in. Or locked in. Should we have heard this earlier? Okay, maybe 118, maybe 117, maybe 116. Not 115. I, I don't think it belongs there, but 114. Hmm. Now you got me thinking again. 114, banana fan, F014. Could it be 113? That would be a rolling. Bone, it should have been up higher on the list. Is it a rolling well-toned, rolling bone, and rolling groan? You know, our episodes lately have been so long. It's crazy. Uh, Aaron, what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling bone, or rolling groan? 
the highs on this album are so high. These grooves are just so good. Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember back now to there's a riot going on. Um, I feel like there's a riot going on is more consistent start to finish. And I, as important as Sly and the Family Stone are, I just don't know if we need to hear them twice in the top 150. So I, I'm going yeah. to I'm going to reluctantly have to give this a, a rolling groan. All right. If you don't remember, uh, there's a riot going on. Had the hit song "Spaced Cowboy." Oh, it did song. have "Family Affair," which I like. "Running Away," which is okay. It's I don't know. It's not as it's a and it's all eight minute songs. Uh, Russell, what do you think? Rolling well toned, rolling bone, or rolling groan? You know, I think there's part of this album that's kind of like an up, uplifting album. It makes you feel good to listen to a lot of the songs. To me, there's a bunch of commercial hits on there. You guys know I like those. I've, I've heard of "Stand." I want to take you higher. I love the song Everyday People. So for me, I'm going to say it's rolling well toned. I'd probably come back and listen to this again. Yeah, it's a, I, think it's, I think it's a superior album to There's a Riot Going On. I get There's a Riot Going On might be better musically, but it doesn't have this many bops on it. Matt, what do you think? Rolling well toned, rolling boned, or rolling grown? Um, first, I just I, I have to get this out there so I don't get kicked off the pod mm-hmm. by Magic Mike and all those Oh my God, clothes. is Scatman still alive? No, 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 man. You guys know, and I fully admit that I do absolutely jack squat in preparation for this, for this. And Russell and Rob do a ton and Russell does so much behind the scenes that we don't know about. So him doing lists. So I never, ever, ever want to criticize Russell's lists. But you're him missing Yellow Lead Better by Pearl Jam is a nonsensical (laughs) song. I just, I I have to call it out now. So, so I don't get, you know, just because somebody will call it in. So no, but I do want to, now I do want to follow up on this is I've, I've never known if it's nonsense or if I just can't understand the words. It actually is nonsense. It's nonsense. Yeah. It's actual nonsense. And it's so good. So they've just been playing what? a joke on people for this whole... Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. People have tried forever to say it. He said, oh, I was just sitting on my porch. You know, you hear like porch and stuff. Okay, I just sitting right. on my porch just making the song. So that's all I had to say. I, I never amazing, want to criticize... Amazing you, nonsense syllables, Matt. You're right. Wow. So you... Because you do so much work Matt. for this. So I'm not criticizing anything. Matt. But... Yes. That was a top five list. That was a really good list, actually. <laughs> it, was it was kind of your own thing, but I loved it. I would have put yeah. Yellow Lead Better on my Thanksgiving playlist. Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So now that I've taken everybody's time, Russell, I love your list and I appreciate them. So I please, I hope me saying that's not no, stepping I, in any Honestly, time. Matt, it proved that you listened. So I'm taking that as a win. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah, I don't okay, know what we'll Matt's talking about, actually. I thought we I thought we did a list on the crash test dumpies. I'm confused. <laughs> there was a number of great songs, as you guys have said. There's a number of just kind of, I don't know what's going on songs. And then, so does this album as a whole need to be up here this high? Uh, I'm with Rosie. I don't think it needs to be up this high. There's some great songs. Everyday People, great song, covered by a million people. Love it. That's that's a, a top song, not a top album. So I'm going to say slightly rolling groaned should be a little bit high, lower on the list, which means it has a higher number. Well, unfortunately, you guys are incorrect. Okay. I hate to do it to you. I can't believe it. Hey, listen. Well, don't worry. We have another 381 to try to get this right. So we're going to nail it at some point. <laughs> this is a rolling. Now, some people might say this is a rolling cover version because some people would say there's a theme with some covers and maybe he didn't explore those yeah. themes as much as got distracted by them. But it doesn't matter. Okay. But that's not the ranking. That's not the ranking today. This is again, for the second time, a rolling Oscar nomination. Just like the last Sly and the Family Stone record. It's the same thing. This 
is I guarantee you we will see a movie in our lifetime about Sly Stone and it will win an Oscar. Okay, mark my words. I said it last time. I'm going to say it again. We will see a movie about this guy. It will win an Oscar. Money in the bank. Lock I thought Q-Tip already did a <laughs> documentary album about... <laughs> oh, it did it with an Oscar? Yes. No, I'm talking about Sly story now, like a modern day Sly Stone story. We're going to watch it. Sly's, it's going to win the Oscar. And when you do, all these Beckline listeners who are like, oh, we don't like to be criticized or whatever. I wasn't really listening. They will call and say, (laughs) Rob was right. Okay. Just like the typing thing and the shifting, which I'm also going to say is people are totally right on. So next week, listen, we don't have time for this guy. Next week. Oh God, I wrote this down earlier too. It's a dance move. This game, like right after the scam man stuff. So please, I'm so sorry. It's a dance move I actually invented in college with my Prince costume. We're doing Moon Dance by Van oh, Morrison. It's night for that. When you want to hear about the greatest albums, of the all best Van Morrison album. I went outside to do a Moon Dance and I got bitten by a stray cat. It was a terrible night for it. He doesn't know what he's talking about. If you want to hear from guys who chat and then they get off track. Got the perfect podcast for you, Jack. Beck did it better. You guys, Rob cut off that uh, the name game song before we got to the last verse. I thought I could share with you. Sing it, yeah. if you will. Okay. okay. Goes chamba wamba bobamba boom shakalaka chamba wamba wamba Is that right? Boom shakalaka. say goodbye. Wamba. It's time to say. <laughs> this is this is my favorite bit. Yeah, I agree. This is, when this comes on every time. Um, funnel cloud. I mean, I'm still thinking about that tornado trying to suck me <laughs> off. The, the, I'm still the white t-shirt that. joke was good enough. Like the white t-shirt yeah, we're joke not was in, so good. <laughs> we're not in Kansas you anymore. You would have a solid enough base where you wouldn't take you off the ground, Rob. You just I, stay yeah, there. I would be able to just be there. I'd be locked down. I'd like Dorothy in the uh, movie Twister, where it's they make it heavier so it sets down. All the uh, scientific instruments fly into the sky. Okay, <laughs> we're not just remembering the white shirt from that movie, which is what Aaron knows exactly what I'm referencing. Hundred <laughs> percent pervert. 